Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who suffers from mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. All right, my beautiful friends, welcome back. I am so excited to bring on my dear friend, Marietta. She is an incredible human, and she is someone that I lived across the street from. And she is someone who, she was a mom before me, and she was someone that I just knew. Like, this girl, although I know she's not perfect, and she's totally human, I knew that she had done so much research, if you will, and she, she just emulated the mom that I wanted to be. She studied family science, or what was it? What did you study? Um, yeah, so family consumer sciences, and then I also studied marriage and family therapy. Marriage and family therapy. So she's just one of those people that she values education, and she wanted to make her education family-based, and that is exactly what I did as well. I studied early childhood education. I love little people. I know that as you form them when they're little, it can help to shape them into who they're meant to be when they're older, and I just really respected and admired her. And when my son was eight months old, I, <laughs> I reached that point in my life where I was like, I hate being a mom. I hate my child. I hate myself. I hate my life. He was not sleeping. He was not sleeping. And he would wake up every two to three hours. And I was, I was a new mom just doing my best. I remember <laughs> like just being out with him at like 1030 at night and just basically living my life with Blake. And we just had a little caboose now and he would just come with us and it was just fine and great. And, but then there was a lot of times where, okay, he's still waking up every two to three hours and it doesn't matter. Okay. I've tried feeding him heavy cereals right before bed to help him be more full through the night. So he'll sleep through the night and okay, we've tried this and we've tried that and we've tried this docketot and we've tried co-sleeping and we've tried all the things and whatever. I just need more sleep and I just hate my life. <laughs> and so I just had this random thought, like, Bryn, you should really reach out to Marietta. And it was one of those like, okay, I mean, I don't know why, but I will. And so I did. And we didn't live by each other anymore at this point. And so I texted her and I was like, girlfriend, I, I don't know why I feel like I need to reach out to you, but I just do. I need your help. Do you have any words of wisdom for me? Can you help a sister out? And she was like, actually, <laughs> I'm planning on starting my own little business, uh, which has turned into a gymungus business, side note. I'm planning on starting my own little business about sleep training and helping moms through this. Do you want to be like my guinea pig and my first client and I can totally help you sleep train him and then you can just in return like be a testimonial for me and help spread the word if this works and if this helps. And I was like, um, yes, yes, hard yes, sign me up, let's do this. And she, she literally changed my life. And it sounds so cliche, but like, mamas, we need sleep. We need sleep. <laughs> and I have been able to do what she taught me with my son 
with both of my daughters and I have been able to sleep through the night so many times and starting early with Alila, I was able to start sleeping through the night at like six weeks when she was six weeks old and you know and Alila or Ellie my third was three weeks old when she started sleeping through the night and <laughs> for everyone listening it's not normal none of my children slept through the night before eight months <laughs> Well, I know that what she, what she teaches is it's changed my life. And I know like we were chatting before we started recording about like, just what message more than anything do we want to share with you? And more than anything, we want to make sure that the message you get is there is no wrong or right way to do this. Okay. Grace, mama, grace. That's the reason that this podcast is called what it is. No matter what you hear, give yourself grace. You are doing your best and you are doing better than you think you are. Okay. But at the same time, we can always learn, right? And we can always improve and we can always be in that growth mindset of learning new things, trying new things so that hopefully we can improve upon what we know. Right. Okay. So with that, I'm going to just turn it over to my girl, Marietta, and she's just going to share some stuff. I'm going to interject every once in a while as I have questions and all the things. So you go, girlfriend, take it away. You know, I was just thinking that one of my big, my big messages that I try to tell people is, you know, give yourself grace. You're doing it right. Even if it feels awful, like you're doing it right. Like you can't really mess up. And I especially tell this with my, to my mom's of newborn babies. Like you can't really mess this up. Like do what works, don't do what doesn't, but you're doing it right. And I like to put a big and there. And if it's not working and you're really sinking, there's always a way to make things a little bit better. And if you want to, you can. And if you don't want to, if you're, if you're doing it great and you're, you like where you're at, then just stay there and shut everyone else up. Mm -hmm. Don't need to hear anything. Just stay there. And if it's not, and you want change, then yeah, let's, let's talk about that and, and what that would look like for you. So yeah, I just sleep. It's funny. I had totally forgotten that you were like my guinea pig. That's exactly what you were. And I completely forgot. (laughs) That's hilarious. Cause I, yeah, you, you changed my life and I, I mean, I knew that I helped you with sleep. I just forgot that that was like, it was, it was literally, I was like starting, I was working up plans for my business and I was writing up sleep plans that I had never given to someone before. So yeah, that was fun. My first written sleep plan and they've gotten prettier since then. I think Bryn got like a word document just typed up. (laughs) Now it's pretty with pictures and all sorts of stuff, but um, yeah, that's so fun. That's awesome. Okay, where should I dive in? Where to start is the question. All the things. I mean, I know you've helped me in a million places. So whatever message is on your heart, you just go there. Yeah, so well, that, what I kind of mentioned is something that I talk a lot about with moms and newborns. You can't, you can't do sleep wrong. Sleep with newborns is just hard. And some newborns will sleep through the night very early, but a lot won't. And that's so normal. Um, and I think we get... Like, you know that when mom gets together, like one of the key questions that we get asked is, so how's your baby sleeping, you know? And, and I ask that all the time. And I hear moms talking about how, you know, 
it's so hard when their baby isn't sleeping well um, that they have to share that to the person whose baby is sleeping well. And it's like, we feel all this, like, what am I not doing right? And why, why is their baby sleeping? And why, why is my baby not sleeping? And, and even the mom that has the baby that's sleeping through the night often feels like shame. Like, oh man, I, I don't want to tell people because they're going to hate me because my baby's already sleeping so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so interesting because when I ask that question, I'm, I'm always, I'm thinking of two things. One, I'm thinking like, I hope you're getting enough sleep to survive, right? Like, are you okay? Is your baby sleeping so that you can survive or do you need help? Like, I'm always asking that question. Mm-hmm. And then my, the, the second thing I'm kind of um, wondering is, you know, so that's my hope that like, yeah, they're sleeping so good, you know, and then, and then the other piece is like, if they're not, like, I, I can just totally validate that mom and be like, man, it's so hard, huh? Like, it's so hard. And I am one who I like to talk about sleep. I genuinely enjoy it. And so I will ask parents how their kids are sleeping, but I am one, I do not like to even attend attempt to give advice to someone unless they have asked me for it or they want to hear like I am not asking how is your baby sleeping to fix it because that's not really my job and definitely not when I'm you know talking to friends or whatever but I'm just asking because it's what I care about it's what I'm interested in and I want to hear how it's going for you and I can tell when people are like they'll answer me and they'll say, well, I'm doing it wrong, but this is what we're doing. And I'm like, whoa, I'm like, well, you can't do it wrong. Like it's your family. You get to choose what works for you, but they may know where my values lie. And so they feel like they have to, you know, offer up that, oh, I know I'm doing it wrong or, oh, you know, we won't do this forever. Like, you know, this, I don't even know what to call it, but just this thing that says, you know, in parentheses, like, it's okay. We know we're doing it wrong. And I'm like, no, you're not doing it wrong. Like that's, what's working for you and your family right now. And it may not work forever, but it's working right now. You don't have to feel any guilt or shame because you're doing sleep in a way that you can do it. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can, you're doing your best, whatever that is right now. And you may get to a place where you decide to change, but like no guilt, no shame. And like whatever you're doing right now to make sleep work. And I think as you know, professionally, I come into the picture when people have decided, Hey, we would like things to be different. Great. And again, I hear, you know, this is how we were doing it. I'm so sorry. We were, I'm such a bad mom. And I'm like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. You don't have to beat yourself up here. Like you did what you needed to in order to survive that phase or, Hey, it sounds like it was really working for you up until about a month ago. Like, good job. Like you, you were right on track. And then about a month ago, something happened and now it's not working anymore. So let's find something that does work. So I really wish, I mean, if I could do anything, I would take away, um, the guilt and the shame that we have, that we feel like we're getting judged by other people because of how we do sleep. The other thing that I would take away is I see so much shaming out there of parents who choose to sleep train or parents who choose not to sleep train. And that just, Uh, It just makes me so sad because the last thing we need is parents shaming each other because of different choices that we've made. And, and it just like, I see it in, you know, parents talking to each other. I see it in posts on Facebook. I see it in um, advertising from companies, especially like um, companies that do a really gentle approach. 
their whole entire advertisement is shaming. So if you don't, if you don't, if you haven't done what they suggest, or if it doesn't align with your values and you want to do something different, this advertising is totally telling you that you're ruining your child and you're doing it wrong and everything is awful. And I just Can you give us an example because I, I mean I you're the master here. I can't even think of one that that I've ever thought like, oh yeah, that's shaming me. So what what's yeah, so so um so first of all, just to get down to the science, like sleep training is teaching a child to fall asleep on their own. No swaddle, no binky, no no help. You lay them in their bed, fully awake and alert. And there's, there, there's tons of different things you can do to support or help them. Um, that just is, depends on the method that you choose. But as far as just putting them in their bed, they're falling asleep in their bed. That's the whole point of sleep training. And while you can do a cry it out approach, you don't have to, to sleep train. So just as a background, that's kind of what sleep training is. Um, the other side, so on the other extreme, um, you'll see sleep where it's a, you know, where you should nurse all night long and you should be physically available to your child all night long. So, you know, any type of co-sleeping advocates are on that side. Also, even if your child's sleeping in the, in their own bed, but it's a, if your child wakes, you need to respond to them right away. You need to feed them every time, like type situation. You have to be response, responding all the time to your child. Um, so here's two different examples. Um, a personal one, and then uh, I'll share a business one. So the other day, someone tagged me in a comment on Instagram, which I always appreciate people sharing my business. Like, seriously, it's just joy in my life, right? Thank you for sharing. I'm glad that it's been useful and that you can feel confident sharing, right? So happy about that. And I told, you know, I didn't even read the post. I just said, hey, thanks so much for sharing. I really appreciate it. And then I went up to read what she had tagged me in. Um, and it was a post about a mom who was not sleeping with her baby. She, her baby was waking up every one to two hours all night long. And, and you could tell the baby was sleeping in her own bed. So she, she wanted to, to follow the, you know, safe sleeping protocol of, of child sleeping alone in their bed. But she was getting up to respond to the baby every hour to two hours. And, and she had said, like, you know, this wasn't working. We needed to figure something out. So I started researching sleep training. And when I read into it and learned about it, I realized that it wasn't something I could do. And here's why. Now, up to this point, it's not shaming at all, right? You've stated, hey, this is what we're dealing with. There was this possible solution. I looked at it and I decided it's not for me. Great. Perfect. End of discussion, right? So great. Everyone gets to decide. The, parts that, the part that is shaming is after that, when she listed her re reasoning, she said, um, you know, certainly when your child cries out, need, they need you. And when you don't respond in sleep training, you don't respond to every cry, you know, so when you don't respond, you're teaching your child that their needs don't matter and to not call for you when they need you. Hmm. And at that point, any mother, that hurts, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to teach my children that ever. So if you're a mom, now if you're a mom who doesn't believe in sleep training and you're right on the same page, you're like, yeah, speak it woman. Like that's what this is about. Like the, all these other women need to stop sleep training. Like, you know, for sure. But if you're the mom who's sleep trained, all of a sudden you're like, ouch, like that hurt. Like you're not directly saying you don't take care of your children, but that is sure what it feels like. Mm -hmm. Right. And the, and the fact of the matter is many of the 
the points that she made, I mean, I have a great argument against all of those that are just the other side of the argument because there's two sides here. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's research to support like both sides. <laughs> and so you as a parent, you know, just like anything in life, because nothing is certain, every decision you make as a parent, there's two sides to it. I can argue both sides with you. And so as a parent, you're going in and saying, what aligns with my personal values, right? Which side is more convincing? Which side fits better for me? Whatever, right? Um, So I could do that for all of her points. Like this one, using this as an example, I can say any parent who has sleep trained, every single parent who has sleep trained will tell you that their child still cries out for them when they need you. Mm -hmm. They, They don't stop like... Just the other night, my baby woke up and cried. So I went to him and I helped him, right? So I know that's not true, but I also get that, like, that's what it feels like when you're sleep training. I'm telling them that I won't come, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have my argument and I have my beliefs. Now, I don't want to shame any parent who decides that sleep training isn't for them. You know, on the flip side, like, I know that my children still know that I'll respond to them when they need me. And I get that it's really hard and that going through that process isn't worth it for you. And dude, that's okay. Like you get to decide how you do sleep in your home, right? She just sent a message to every person that reads that, that, you know, you're a bad mom if you did sleep train, which is not actually true. And I want to add real quick because I remember when Marietta was helping me through this, I remember being a babysitter and the like back when I was like 15, 16 years old, watching neighbors, kids for them while they went on dates or whatever. And I remember the parents like telling me if they cry, just it's okay. They'll be all right. Just leave them alone and they'll fall asleep. And like when I was a babysitter, like I had no problem (laughs) letting kids cry about, like not a problem at all. It was like, oh, okay, they'll be fine. And then when it was my own child, it was like heart wrenching. That it was like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. Cause I know the second I walk in there, he's going to be all right. I'll nurse him. He'll fall asleep. He'll be okay. And so I, I just want to interject that if you, if you do try this whole sleep tra- training thing and you do try the whole cry it out thing, just know mama, you're not alone. If it's like so freaking hard <laughs> for you to let them cry it out. <laughs> That's literally why I have a job because it's so hard. If it was easy, no one would need me. So I have a job and my most like valuable support that I give is text support with these parents that are going through it in the moment, right? Sure. To answer questions about sleep and, oh yeah, put them down at this time or, you know, feed them at this time. Sure. But the real thing I'm offering is just that support and to have someone tell you like, it's okay, wait a little bit longer. I know you can do this, right? Mm-hmm just that support. And, and I, I love it when clients or anyone will tell me, Oh, I just, I can't handle my child crying. I'm like, yeah, no one can. There's not like a group of like, I enjoy listening to my baby cry. Chat. <laughs> like, no one falls in that category. No, no one does. So this is not a, you know, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for anyone, but we just know that, you know, on the other side, it's going to be better. Um, and there's a whole, I think the, the strongest argument for, for not sleeping training comes back to, you know, the attachment with your child, the worry of like, I'm not responding to them. I'm not helping them through this hard thing. Well, first of all, you can help them through this hard thing and sleep train. 
And second of all, there's really good research on the other side that says actually it doesn't affect their attachment. And I have one of the first blog posts I wrote was all about how sleep training improved my attachment mm-hmm. with my kids. Oh, amen. I missed my kid. As soon as I could figure it out, as soon as I figured out how, like, cause I, I shared at the beginning, like I could not stand being a mom and I couldn't stand my kid. And it was like, I don't like the way that I feel. I don't like this. And then the second we figured it out and it, it wasn't overnight, you guys, like it took a couple weeks, a couple months to really iron it out. But as soon as we figured it out, it was like, maybe, uh, maybe I don't like this sleep training thing. Cause now he doesn't need me to fall asleep and I miss him. And I totally, but it made it so much more. The days were so much better because I was so ready to play with him, to see him, to be his mom because I missed him genuinely. And it wasn't like this, holy crap, I'm eight months into this thing and I hate my life. <laughs> I love that because that's just like a, how, I don't know, how stretched are you as a mom, right? And like physically, I can only be stretched so far. But if I can be on the other end where it's like, oh, I could stretch further, then it's like I can really be present and available to my child mm-hmm. when like if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs down at the bottom are your physical needs right that involves you know eating shelter sleep sleep is a physical need and if your physical needs aren't met then you can't progress up that ladder to work on your emotional needs um so in emotional needs you'll see like love acceptance attachment all of that's in your emotional needs so that was a big thing for me like i i was stretched so thin with my twins that i didn't have i couldn't give them what they needed in my awake hours and to be 100 percent honest sleep was the first step it didn't fix you know what i was dealing with during the day or making it so i wasn't stretched because i struggled a lot after my twins um but it was step one and and then you know okay now we're all sleeping now i can be awake and alert with you and I can engage with you better and I can actually, you know, uh, meet your needs during the day, during awake time. And that is by, by far more influential on your, your child. And now, and then again, you may be able to nurse on demand throughout the night, nurse anytime they wake up or, you know, whatever, and still be available. Again, it comes back to you. Like, how are you doing? And my first, I nursed to sleep every night. I never had to sleep train him, Brennan. And he slept great. He slept great. So it totally just depends on the situation, your child, your own values, you as a person. Like I can't sleep when anyone is touching me. So there was no way I was doing any like co-sleeping. Some people love that. They like thrive on that. And it's like, and not happening for me. Like that's not my answer. That can be your answer, but it is so not my answer. Same, same girl, same. So that's the like, so the the um the advertising one um is is similar it's just it's talking about you know like how wrong sleep training is and here's the reasons why and and i just think that they would be more successful if they could say hey have you thought about this like here's another option for sleep mm-hmm. and instead of focusing on you know this is why that's wrong why don't you just focus on this is why this may be right for you I don't know. I just love that. I love that you validate all moms, no matter where they are. And I think more than anything, I think that's what makes, that's what made me so drawn to you. 
because I felt like you weren't going to shame me. You were going to validate me, but you were also going to help me in my need. And I think you're so, so good at that. And I, I'm sorry, I totally failed at the beginning to chat about you as a mom. So will you real quick, just like, tell us about your kids, your whatever. Oh yeah. Um, so I have four, I have a seven-year-old, my twins are five, and then I have a one-year-old right now. So my, like I said, my first was a great sleeper. I nursed him to sleep or right before bed, whatever. I would nurse him at night and lay him in his bed, um, often falling asleep in my arms. And he was a great sleeper. Um, then my twins are the ones who really rocked my world. And from about, uh, five to four to six months, or I don't remember three to five, whatever, however old they were, um, it was two months of it just progressively getting worse and worse and worse. And I, at one point I was getting four hours of staggered sleep throughout the night. Mm -hmm. So I could feel myself breaking and I thought I understood sleep. I mean, I had read some books, but I was missing some things. And I, I even tried, um, crying it out with them, but I wasn't doing it right. And it was so frustrating to me. Like, where is my step-by-step -step plan? That's not $200 for me to do this on my own. I can buy this book, but it's like 200 pages long and for ages, you know, five to five months to, to four years. Like there's still so much figuring out in that. And so eventually I just wrote my own sleep plan for them because I needed it. I needed to see it like in front of me. I couldn't like refer to this book and read a chapter every time I had a question. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I wrote my own sleep plan for them. And that's essentially what started my business was like, I want to help these moms that are sleep deprived and need sleep now with a really concise, straightforward sleep plan. So my sleep plans are very age specific. It's like four to five months, five to six months, six to seven months, you know, it's, and some, and as they get older, there's ones that are like 10 to 13 months. So they get a little bit, you know, broader range, but I don't want you to be guessing when you're not sleeping. Like you shouldn't have to interpret what's going on and it lays it out step-by-step. Step so you don't make like a dumb mistake like I made and not see any results. Like this is your plan. If you follow it, it'll work. So and she, she provides so much value and resources. She has, and I want, I would love to like get into all the things and ask all the questions, but I legit like Marietta could have her own freaking podcast about all the information that she could share with you about sleep training. So I, she does, she has an Instagram account. Um, and it's at little dreamers.us. Is that true? Yes, that's what it is. And my website is the same. So www.littledreamers.us. So that's just remember littledreamers.us. You'll be good. Yeah. And she does like, at least I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but she does Wednesday lives like Q and A's. Is that still true? So I used to do them. I mean, they're constantly evolving just depending on where I'm at in my life. And so what I do right now is I post a Q and A box on Mondays and then I answer so a free Q and A on Mondays, and I will answer those throughout the week as I have time to get on. Um, I just no longer have the time where I can get on for like a huge chunk of time. So I do that every week. That's completely free. If you can fit your question in the box, um, I don't always get to all the questions, but I do the best I can depending on, you know, the week, but I always offer $10 DMS and those are meant to help. Like you just have that like little question that you need some, some direction with maybe a schedule adjustment or 
you know, a question, just a little question that we can answer in like a DM. So um, a little bit longer, you can give me more details and then I can give you some custom help for 10 bucks. I mean, it's like unbelievable. You will not find that anywhere else. So there's that. And then obviously if you want more like in-depth one-on-one help, I offer consultations as well as tech support. You can always go in and like just purchase the guide, the guide to sleep train. Um, and then I also have like a, a schedule guide where it just goes through a baby's sleep schedule from four months up to four years. It talks about nap transitions and regressions, So that's really helpful. And then I also have a newborn sleep course that's online. Um, that's a video. It's like phenomenal. It's like the best. It's, it truly is phenomenal. So that's awesome. But I have a free guide too. I try to offer enough free resources to be helpful. Um, I, I love, like, I, I, I want to help. Like I genuinely just want to help mom sleep, but obviously you can't offer everything for free. So I've tried to just tear it the best I can, you know, free help, you know, paying, but very affordable. And then, you know, you're more expensive one-on-one type help. So, which I love. And I seriously, you guys, like, I know that I was technically her guinea pig and I got all the help that she offers for free, but now looking back, I would have paid anything she asked me to, to have that one-on-one consultation and that help. And seriously, like, I can't even tell you not just what it did for me in my own personal life, but therefore what it has done for my marriage and for my, my own personal goals, because I mean, hello, a couple of days ago, right. Or not a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, I did a podcast all about my morning routine. And you guys, the reason I'm able to wake up at four o'clock in the morning is because I followed her advice and I sleep trained my children the way she, she taught and encouraged me to do. And it's been hard. And there's a lot of nights that I still have to wake up with my baby, whatever. And my children are not superhuman, but the, the, the way in which I've been able to get good quality of sleep, even having three kids under four has blessed every aspect of my life. And therefore I've been able to still have quality time with my husband at night when all the kids are asleep. And I've been able to wake up early and have time to myself to fill my cup while they're all still sleeping. And yeah, they might wake up, but I can quickly put them like comfort them for two seconds if they have a dire need, but otherwise just, okay, you'll be all right. And I'll leave you there. I don't need to rock you to sleep for the next 14 years. And and all the things, right? You're always going to have bad nights with kids. Like mm-hmm. we went out of town the other day and my one-year-old was up for three hours middle of the night. And I was like, I was going to go crazy. Right. And I'm, and I, and I get it. Like he was overtired. He was not in his bed. Like, and I'm like, those really, those nights like that. And that's a really bad night. Like I, I don't think I've had a night like that with him ever before. Um, but it just makes you appreciate the 99% of the other time where they're sleeping through the night and you get to sleep through the night too. So yes. Amen. 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 So good. And then how do they get on your like mailing list, if you will? Cause I know, I don't even know how I got on it, but I get like emails and messages from you that like, Hey, it's time for a time change. Like, hello, daylight savings. Here's a little guide to help your kiddo through daylight savings. And those always help me. So like, how do they get on that? So I think <laughs> well, that's a great question. I don't send a lot of emails out to be honest with you. Like 
I really just send them out when it's like, I have a free guide and I give free guides out for like the time change or like a travel guide or like, I try to, I, again, I want to be like useful and helpful. Um, so I'll give free guides out usually. And I'm, and I like to give those out via email. Um, so usually when it's getting close to me giving out a free guide, I'll just ask for emails and I'll just input them manually. I know there's, I use um, automated messages on Facebook and I know that <laughs> one of my automated messages like ask for your email, but I, I don't, I honestly am like, I don't remember. So you can always just send it to me and let me know or send me a hey, DM. Add me, your, add me to your mailing list. Here's my yeah. number. Yeah. And if you're following me, like I said, I'll always um, offer those, those when they get close to coming out. So I'm not like, like, this is truly a, <laughs> you know, mom gig on the side job where I love what I do, but I also, this is... <laughs> This is a new season in my life where I have three kids in school and we're homeschooling. So by, by choice, not by force, not by COVID force, like we would be homeschooling anyway. And so um, I love what I do and any extra time that I have goes to my clients that are hiring me as opposed to, you know, all the other business stuff that, that takes over. So I'm like, yeah, when was the last time I sent an email? I don't know because I don't, I'll send you what you need, but like, I'm not gonna, it's not like, Hey, I'm doing this every day. You're getting five emails a day. It's totally not going to happen from me. Sorry. <laughs> Which honestly I love. Cause I hate sometimes being bombarded. And those are the people that I'm like, unsubscribe. I do not need an email from you every single day, yeah. but every single time change. I'm like, yes. Thank you, Marietta. Thank you. For <laughs> That's my know. goal. <laughs> That's my goal for sure. I so. love so good. Okay. Well, any final thoughts that you want to leave us with before we wrap it up? Um, yeah, I think we've talked about some good stuff. I think, again, I'll just go back to like, what you're doing is good enough. If it's working for you, like, again, shut everyone else out. Like you're going to hear a lot, but you, I think that's one of the true tests of motherhood is like tuning out the world and like centering yourself and deciding like, a, does this align with my personal values? B, is it, is it also working? The hardest situations are when it does align with our values, but it's not working for our, our family or for our child or something. And when, when something has to shift there, I mean, that's a tough place to be. But if you, can, if you can make sure it aligns with your values and make sure it's working, then you're good. Like you don't need to listen to anyone else. And, and then just know if it's not working, you don't have to feel hopeless. Like there are resources out there for you. And obviously I'm, you know, I'm, I'm there to help with sleep, but it doesn't matter whether it's sleep or food or health or toys or whatever it is. Like there are so many resources out there. In fact, to the point that I think we are over, over resourced, if that makes us any mm -hmm. sense. Like, we have so much. And I think that's what I mean about tuning out the world. Like seek out what you need and don't seek out the rest. Cause we really don't need input from all the people all the time. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I, yeah, just to piggyback right off of that, I, I think ultimately, hello, you guys know me, you know, that I believe in God and you're still welcome here if you don't believe in God. But I think ultimately it comes down to exactly what she said, figuring out your own value system, the value system of your significant other, what works best for the two of you. And then if you do believe in God, 
to have that relationship and consultation with him and asking you, I don't think it was an accident that I randomly had Marietta's head pop into my, or my head pop into my name. That's exciting. Name pop into my head, right? I didn't know that she was writing her own sleep plans. I didn't know that she was planning on starting this little business. I had no idea. I just had a random name pop into my mind and I was like, oh, okay, I'll reach out. And like I said, we didn't even live by each other anymore. And so I really think like, God knows you, God knows your struggle, and he knows if this is something that you're struggling with, he will put people in your life who need, who you need that are willing to help you. And sometimes, you know what, that just might be your mother-in-law. Like, hey, I'm good with this whole sleep thing. I like what we're doing, but I just need a little extra sleep to catch up on it. Will you come over on Friday from 12 to 3 so I can just like take a nap? uninterrupted, stress-free, whatever. Like, and that is a thing. And there are many, many times where Blake's home on the weekends and I'm like, all right, babe, I am going to go take a nap. And I'm very excited about it. And I'm not even going to feel guilty in the lightest, <laughs> right? Best thing ever. So well, and that just speaks to, I, I just don't believe in coincidences. So on the flip side, I had another friend, like after I started my business and whatever. And I was, we were catching up with them and they were like, Oh yeah. So my kids were doing this a while ago. And we actually talked about calling you like, for some reason, like one of the marital people in the, you know, in the, in the relationship said, what about calling Marietta? Do you think she would have any ideas? And, and I hadn't launched my business yet. So again, they didn't know, but that thought came to them and they're like, I don't know, like, that's weird. Like, why, why would she know why would she have an idea over, you know, us? So they didn't reach out and they did their own thing and their own thing worked. Like, don't get me wrong. It worked, but it was so funny. So when I was talking to them, I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. And I gave them a suggestion that may or may not have helped. Right. You never know until you try it, but if it would have, it would have been a lot less painful for everyone involved. So just funny. It's just funny. Like follow those little, those little thoughts. Sometimes it can be scary to do that. You definitely put yourself out there but it, it can be worth it. That's Bryn knows now. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And every chance I get, I, I try to shout her out and, and share, uh, even if it's just personally one-on-one, -on -one, like sharing her page with, with friends of mine and, and all the things. So thank you. seriously, you're amazing. So thank you. Thank you for changing my life. Thank you for your time today. And thank you for being awesome. So you. You're awesome. Look, you're changing the world. <laughs> we are changing the world, both of us. <laughs> I love it. Okay, my friends who are on, I will chat with you next week. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace.